All right, Fab Krusevich. I now know how to pronounce his name a little better, but um, he just joined the show. They joined us live from Jack's room. They 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 bought up two seats as opposed to one. Um, shared a microphone, but no, nah, it was great. It's always good getting. Um, we're getting a few more guests on, so thanks for letting your housemate join the show. It was an awesome time. We played some trivia. We had some laughs. We talked about winning culture. Hope you guys are having a great day. Enjoy the listen. Basketball is my life. I have nothing else. This is incredible. This is the best yeah. game before I've ever heard. Shooters. That's, that's what we do. Shooters, a basketball podcast. Let's go. Enter, Fab. Enter to my damn life. Oh, you know, give me a good chat. Yeah, of course. Of course. Come into the studio. Hi there, how I'm good. How are you doing? I'm excited. This is I'm good. Look at this. Look at these two people in the hot seat. Love it. I know. Oh, this is beautiful. It's pretty exciting. Well, we are live. We would like to welcome the one and only Fabian to the Shooters Podcast, housemate, champion, elite basketball player, all of the above. Uh, welcome to the show, Fab. No, thanks. Thanks, Jack. You know, I hear a lot of it going on when it's being filmed from outside in the hallway, so it's good to be in this side of the room and in front of the camera. Fab, my first question is, how many, uh, how many episodes of this have you honestly listened to? Uh, fully, Ooh, yeah. I think one fully, oh. and then I get clips. I don't That's see them, right. but honestly, yeah, I'm not the best. I'll, I'll listen to this one, hopefully. No, it's I'm fine. contributing, but yeah. It's fine. And I had a um, second question. How do you actually pronounce your name? For all the commentators out there, we want to we get it 100%. 100 well, super proper is yeah. Fabian Kuschlewicz, okay. but we'll take... Fabian Krislovic. I will accept others. Yes. Can, can, can you, Darren, we're going to put you on the spot. Can we give you that first attempt of the, yeah, the, of the proper that. pronunciation of the name? Well, look, if you asked me before you said that, I, would, I probably am still going to say the same thing, but it would just be Fabian Krislovic. No, that, I'm, not, I'm not too much of a stickler, but there's no J. It's just oh, yeah, yeah, I stuffed it up. Fabian. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's like in a, there. It's written in there, but just ignore it. It'll like help. a Y? Fabian? Yeah. Fabian, yeah. Let's just go so let's just go Fab. That's good. Fab, beautiful. Fab. Fab works perfect. Well let's jump straight into it. So a little bit of a resume builder Fab. Mm. New South uh, Metro Boy winner. Yep. One twice. Yep. Under 19's world silver medal. 17's. 17's. Silver. silver. 19's I think we came fourth. Yep. Elite at the world competition. Went to college, won then as well. Yep, uh, one my senior year we won our we won our conference tournament, and then my freshman sophomore year we lost in the championship game. But I think we were minor premiers both those years. Yep, yep. And then so we jump to the pros, where you started out as a development player in Cairns, mm-hmm. played a couple minutes there, and then grabbed a roster spot uh, for two years. Yep, uh, yeah, it was a two-year deal. Two-year two deal. deal, and then in that played playoff basketball. Came down to Jack Jumpers, and out of your six years as a pro, you've been in the playoffs three times. That's correct. Five or well, five complete years is going in the year six. Yep. So decent, decent percentage. A hundred five. A hundred percent. So what we're jumping in here is you've been a winner your whole life, and now with that, you've been on some teams that have lost mm-hmm. in the NBL. So we're going to start it off with some kind of culture and basketball questions. What do you think for you separates some of those teams when it comes to winning? and it comes to those teams that you've been on that haven't been as good? Um, the first thing 
and what I think of the most is just how teams go about solving problems. And, you know, everything going through a season, I'm sure you, if you ask around now, 10 teams think they're in a good spot and that their goal is to win a championship. But in the course of a season, things come up, you know, you're figuring out how to do things, a couple of losses happen, guys aren't getting the minutes they think, roles happen. So there's just, I, I think the way we've been doing things here and my, that year in Cairns when we were good, the, having everyone pulling in the same direction and obviously there's friction and things happen over the course of a season, but I think the ability for everyone to kind of see the bigger picture and pull in the same direction is um, is massive. And I think, well, I, was just, I think Scott does a great job of making sure we're on top of that, but we drive that as players here. And like when we've had years without success, it's it's not that guys are like, oh, I'm not trying to win games anymore, but just how you go about it is different. Some guys think we should be doing this as opposed to doing this. And it just, yeah, the guys aren't all pulling in the same direction in certain, in certain ways. So I think I think getting a group all moving in one direction as, as uh, cohesively as possible is um, is the first thing you got to tick off to have any sort of success. Really that um, it's really that balance, isn't it? I think we were talking about this last week, Jack. Like it's, I think it started with the Boomers, and then I brought up like NBA super teams and stuff. Like you can't just chuck the best talent on paper and be like, yeah. "Cool, job's done." I don't know, but, we're, we're good here. It's all about like fitting in and finding roles, and like you said, this like you have to have that balance of everything. Yeah, and like if you watch the World Championships, like I think no one would disagree that USA was the most talented team on paper. And but you know you have a lot of guys who are absolutely elite in their roles, and I think every team you you need that just in like from that perspective, guys who are elite at doing what they do, and you need guys who do a bunch of different things to have success. Mm, for sure, mm. you need guys that do the dirty work. I was gonna say absolutely. if someone asked you like like what your best skill out there was, like what could you even pin? Or could you pinpoint <laughs> that to one thing? Like um, I think what I'm pretty in my mind pretty elite at is like um communication and making right decisions defensively it's a weird thing because it's not something i ever really thought of was a skill but you know just from being around training and seeing guys play so much i really like i i feel like i'm pretty active with vocally and talking to guys and being in the right spot and I, i feel like there's something just everyone does but the more I've been around it, it's not really something that comes naturally to people and that everyone does. So I think that's one thing that I do at a pretty high level and I've, it's, I think it's a reason that's carried me so far because I'm not the best ball handler. I'm not the most athletic guy. I'm not the best shooter, but I'm working on it. But it's, I think that's something that I, 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 I can honestly look at and be like, I, I can do this at a high level. Yeah, no, I think I think players like you, like I know it must be weird hearing me just talk about players like you, but it's fascinating to kind of actually watch games live and see all the things you do do well because it's not like a, you're not going to be on many, like no offense, you're probably not going to be on many top tens and all that yeah. stuff that people well, love, but if you actually tune into a game, there's like so many little things that you're like, damn, he does that well. It's just like, for a fan like me, it's actually quite enjoyable to like focus on the non-flashy and mm. all that stuff. Yeah, I've been on the wrong side of a couple highlight <laughs> plays in my in my. Career. Oh, we don't want to bring up the college. There's my yeah, but um, but yes, yeah, so that's that's just something. I've, it's it's a way I've found that I can you know 
being able to keep playing at a higher and higher level growing up and that's I guess something that um yeah I've found and it's 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 something that's valued and something I think helps helps win games uh, for sure 100% it's uh it's an interesting one because it's where the Instagram critics and the Instagram coaches or the Twitter coaches really when they don't have the day-to-day or study the game of basketball their opinions are pretty irrelevant and it's always funny to me when players get caught up into it it's also what I think is the problem with media voting for votes in the NBA and I don't know how it goes in the NBL but in my opinion they shouldn't have a say because they don't live breathe uh, the game like players and coaches do but that's a whole different conversation yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say yeah but there is something to it having an outside perspective yeah. on things because obviously we're inside of it we see and we can be biased about yeah. things and so yeah uh, it's always a tough system but so as a rookie it's harder to affect winning because you're trying to find your feet your voice usually doesn't weigh as much as it does later in your career because you haven't got the knowledge the experience you're not as comfortable so fab survived uh, as a rookie, as a DP, he keeps the dream alive. Now you're entering your sixth year. What's something that you focus on when it comes to winning now that maybe you didn't as a younger fella, uh, whether it's off-court, on-court, but something you know now that you bring, a focus each day or coming into the camp that you said, I'm going to do this and it will affect winning, that maybe you didn't have that when you were younger, when you were in that more survival mode showing up to camp? Um, yeah, it's an interesting question. Honestly, like... It's it's hard because I, I've I guess how I've always shown what I do is by coming on and like in training doing those little things being vocal and talking and so I think for for me my focus has been like I've obviously tried to keep that and keep growing that in terms of my voice and it's something I still it's a hard thing to do when you see something in training or you feel like something needs to be said in front of the group. Like it's still something that I'm challenging with, but I do it a couple times. And um, but I think for me, my like the personal development, just in terms of like my skill set and getting better. Of because you're right, I have kind of the way I survived was by just you know being a guy coaches can trust and being like, okay, Fab's in. He's not gonna break off the play and do anything crazy. He's gonna be in the right spot defensively. He's not gonna miss an assignment. And then, so now it became, well, recently it's become growing into, okay, then how do I do to, I guess, grow outside of that, like that other side of basketball. And then I guess that more flashier side, I guess, of basketball, like bringing the ball up the court, um, hitting open shots, being more aggressive and that kind of stuff. So I think, um, yeah, growing, uh, that's, that Ability to affect winning is something that I guess is has always been the for, the front of my mind and what I do to when I come in every day at training. It's so. a skill in itself, isn't it? I think mm. people don't really often, and I think the trust factor that you said before probably plays a huge fa- like huge part in all of this. Um, I was curious in the college stuff, like um, the way Jack described it before, it was almost like like was the plan always to be pro afterwards, or was there other stuff on your mind? No, honestly. Um, the plan before even college, like I, I wasn't even, there was a period after high school and before going to college where I was going to be done with basketball. And, yeah. um, so like, cause I was always a pretty, pretty good student and, um, did well in school. So 
I was it was always like, well, what's what's the pathway going to be like for me? So I, I think I did my MCL at those, those 19 World Championships. So that was like just when I was in the middle of year 12 going into doing my HSC, those end of, end of school um, exams, applying for uni. And I was like, uh, I think, and I wasn't, obviously I did my knee, so I wasn't playing, I wasn't working out or anything. There was no really basketball for a while. So the plan, I guess, was... I uh, just for a couple months was I'm not going to play basketball, but then you know stuck with it and just hung around, started playing again. I think the Waratah League started up, and I was enjoying that. And then I just got lucky, like and then my college recruitment happened very quickly. I had a, I think the time when um, I started talking to the coach and had the offer was like maybe a month, if not, it's because it, it was pretty rushed. And then got over there. Well, the coach that recruited me, actually, they ended up leaving, the assistant coach and the head coach I signed to. And so they ended up leaving, and then it was, uh, I don't know, I came over, a new coach came in. He had he had no idea about me or anything at all. He didn't, I, I think he even told me after the first year, he was like, I honestly didn't think you looked like a basketball player. And, um, but, but it was that similar thing. I came in, was just doing the right things at training every day, and then my freshman year, I was starting at the second game of the season uh, for the first game. Coach put me in as a starter and I held that position, I think, the whole year. And just kept kept building that, that role. And then basketball finished in college. And I was like, what What am I going to do? Go back, get a job. But I had a couple offers to play. Uh, was now NBL 1. And um, I was like, this sounds a pretty good idea. Just play <laughs> basketball, get a bit of cash, get... Housing sorted. I'm like, I can do that for a while. And yeah, that was in Cairns and just kind of grew from there. And I just, I've just been um, loving it, uh, loving it ever since. Sounds like you accidentally became a pro. It, <laughs> just why not? It, it was <laughs> like, honestly, it's like kind of yes and no. And um, honestly, it wasn't until I think that for that DP year in Cairns, I, I still wasn't sure if so, this is one of something I really want to commit to. But then... I think throughout that year and um, being in training every day, and I had a couple of stints. I actually had one pretty good game. The coach Mike told me I think it was against Adelaide when you were there. I think I had like eleven and seven off the bench as a DP, yeah. and um, it was yeah. Well, I saw, I saw. I was like, I can I can hang around here. Like I can make a crack at this. And I think like during that year was when I, I kind of committed to the idea of you know let's make this work. Let's give, let's start, not start, but you know, that mental side, I was a lot more committed to making professional basketball work. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a cool story. What, Jack, yeah. what was your first impression of Fab when he came in? First or impression, like MBL? Uh, yeah, I guess just, you, yeah, when you first <laughs> well, met him or whatever. Yeah, well, not to be crude, but I can't <laughs> actually remember his DP year. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a survival state that you're in when you're in a young fella. You're not paying too much attention yes. to other DPs around the league. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't. Uh, but then first impression really was we were hanging out after a game in Cairns in, in, a, in a club, just dancing to some music together. And yeah. then pretty much that was about the only interaction we had. Mm. And then I'm looking for a, a place by myself when I'm in Tassie. Fab's looking for a place kind of by himself, was maybe going to live with a couple other boys. And Scott Roth sent me a message saying, 
hey, like, Fab's looking for a place. I think you guys should room up. And I said, this sounds good. I did about 12 background checks to make sure he was a good guy and make sure he would be good to, to live with. And then I pretty much sent him a message saying, hey, I'm pro- I promise I'm not a shit bloke, but I think we should live together. Literally, the first message was like, hey, we should live together. I promise I'm not a shit bloke. I still remember that. I'm like, well... He definitely wouldn't say that if he was. Cause no doubt, yeah. Hey, hey, it's been true. It's been true. It's, and, been, it's been a good couple and, of years. Yeah, and then we've just been hanging out ever since, three yeah. years later. Facts. That sounds like the... Well, similar to, I don't know, Jack proposing me to live with him in Germany for a week or whatever. Like, I didn't really know you that well. Like, I was just like, I talked to you across the screen for a bit. You could have been anything, like, when you're face-to-face. But, hey, you lived up to that as well. So, yeah. Yeah, you stick to your word. He does, he does, but no, it's been great. And now, now, now I'm living in his house. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy, it is crazy. Well, let's jump back to the basketball because the yeah. journey that, you know, you've found it, you've accidentally fallen into by affecting winning, really. Mm-hmm. Who is someone else or someone else around the league that you think is maybe a little bit underappreciated that affects winning, that, you know, when they're on the court, you've heard stories about the culture they bring, whatever it may be that impresses you in that side of it side of the ball um yeah well a couple a couple couple guys i guess kind of spring to mind um on our team i think one our team one guy that i think does a great job and i don't know if he's getting applauded so he should have last year is shawnee mac i think the like he's come in and you know super trustworthy guy one of our best defenders strong hits open shots just run you you trust him with the ball you know he's going to come off on balls and make plays for other guys and um he can make plays defensively and just seeing seeing him last season was was really cool and so i I think he's going to have a similar impact this year if not if not more so and then um from around the league um i think i don't know if he's underappreciated or not but uh shay illy is someone who who I, I'm not gonna lie. A couple of, couple of years ago, maybe towards the start of last season, I was like, I I didn't think he, I didn't, I wasn't like a believer, <laughs> I guess. But I guess um, the more time you spend, you know, when you're watching watching them play and you're watching film and you're going up against United and you see, because obviously last year there's struggles in the injury and being on the court, and you like you see the impact of him being on there and not, and like, damn, this guy is a winning basketball player. He's a good yeah. basketball player, and um, no, it's uh, he's 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 someone that that I think's yeah, he's he's a winner. I'm glad you said someone else besides from Jack Jumper's talk. Then we had to, yeah. had to spread the love somehow. I had to, I had yeah. to, I had to get, I had to plug our boy in there. But no, yeah. he's someone that um, that I, I really enjoy watching. I guess. He definitely, yeah, he definitely screams a winner. Like if you think about a winner, like someone like Shaley is perfect. So that's a that's a great shout. That's a great yeah. shout. Uh, Darren gets mad at me all the time for giving too many shout outs to Jack Jumpers. So uh, okay, he's yeah. like, so shout someone else you, out. I, I, I have to still work work our boys in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, yeah, spread the love. Of course, of course. Uh, Blitz time. We're all, all up in the Gold Coast. I think you guys are you you guys are arriving on Friday as well. I think. Yeah, we get there Friday. It's Friday, there Friday. Friday so. No, I'm pretty excited. What are you? Um, how's the team looking in training camp and stuff? Like, I don't know. Of course, you're gonna say it's looking great or whatever, but give us a give us something. Give us an insight. Uh, it is one, I guess, unique thing that I've never really dealt with before. I guess a lot of teams dealing with like the world champs and how that affected things. Like, we've had two training sessions with our whole squad there, mm-hmm. and so um, 
It's been it's been pretty cool seeing like um, obviously we had we've had the month or so before that and all those new guys getting to learn things and get to speed and seeing the improvement and just the teamwork I guess as a unit and how, how seeing that progression and then like as well like the last couple of days we've, we've had two new guys come in with Majukin Junior and so just seeing them getting them up to speed and helping them along and get 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 with the process and um and how and like the offense and the defense and all the little and all the technicalities that we have it's uh that's been an interesting challenge but um it's yeah it's been it's been it's gone pretty quick i guess what season starts we have blitz next week and the season starts week after yeah basically it'll be, yeah. It'll be here yeah. straight away pretty much yeah yeah so what we get back we play yeah we get back to the friday and we yeah. play the friday after i think yeah crazy pretty it's quick. here yeah, so nice. yeah. season is here. It is. It is. Um, it's definitely been interesting with the uh, with the World Cup. Like we've had trainings with ten guys. We've had to fly some guys in uh, to pick up numbers because right now, like the NBL talent in Hobart isn't there. Like guys don't live here. But we've gone up north, brought in young guys because mm-hmm. we've just needed some numbers. You know when. Yeah guys go down with a little ankle injury or, or a bad cork or something, yeah. you need to bring in guys. And so it's been a different mixture trying to find the balance of we don't want to put too much in because we need these guys to come back. But then also, like, we can't, we got we to gotta keep processing. But, but it's yeah. been good. Jordan Crawford. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll, um, I think he'll get a lot of fans this year yeah. very quickly. He's, he'll do some stuff. He'll yeah. do some stuff. Yeah, there's no doubt. Are you, uh, so... We always have to get off the jack jumpers stuff, you know, because we could talk about it all day. Is there any other teams you're particularly excited to see uh, an import or just a whole team as a collective? Anyone at the Blitz that you'll definitely be keeping your eye on because you're, you're interested to watch? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think uh, the the Bullets are a team I want to see how they do. they got a bit of turn of you guys and, you know, they've also got a couple of guys who were with us last year. Uh, I've been talking to Isaac a little bit throughout the off season, and um, you know Sam, Sammy Mac as well, and just to see how they go and how uh, that's something I'm keeping an eye on. And also, um, I think Sydney as well. Very interesting to see how they go. Back to back premiers, they got a fair amount of turnover, and so and you know new coach as well, a lot of new players. So well, I'm pretty keen to see how they, you know, what they're looking like, what how they're gonna be yeah what their values i guess and their style of basketball is going to be look like going into this season so i think those are two teams i'll definitely definitely be watching but you know we're up there we're trying to watch as much as we can get get as much as we can from every other team yeah for sure jack what about you you got anyone you're looking forward to seeing or catching up with or anything like i that? definitely enjoy i enjoy both those team takes because i always find it fascinating watching a new coach um mm-hmm. you know the team, even if the roster is similar, it's a whole different environment from the way they go about trainings to their weight room, weight room coaches almost. And yeah. so you never really know what you're going to get. You could put a whole, whole same team in, a coach comes in and the entire system changes. Yeah, and, completely different. Yep. And so always looking forward to seeing some new coaches. Southeast is going to be a whole different team this year. Yeah. You know, first time in the franchise with a new, new coach. I saw the stat the other day that Mitch Creek is the only player remaining from from the first, first year, year. as a season. And so, you know, you see how crazy that turnover is with a new coach and, and 
all those teams are always interesting for me to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. I was going to say, um, you boys better be playing your best. I know it's Blitz, and it's just like, sometimes it's just finding your stuff out, but apparently there's going to be 45 NBA scouts because of all the next stars and talent in the league right now, so that just sounds crazy to me, like 45 of them, but that's what they tell me, so... But yeah, well, it shows I guess the, the way the league's been going, and there's been a couple of guys who've made that made that jump, and well, hopefully, yeah, they'll be watching some Jack Jumpers game. If they want to see some six foot eight unathletic centers, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to go say. Go to work and, really and wrestling, some, yeah, some winning behavior. You know that that sp- early split line talk. You know, defensive communication and great, great shows on on balls. Yeah. 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 Come to the so. Jack Jumpers. That's I it. Think, uh, six, six, seven, or whatever you said. Unathletic centers is what they're trying to. Find that's what they're looking for. That's what gets it done in the NBA these days. Yeah. That's what it's about. All right, I'm going to ask you some really, um, because you guys are housemates. I'm going to yep. make you say each other's best habit and worst habit. But you got to be honest there. That's what I'm going to ask of you. I feel like it would be rude not to. It's the most obvious thing to ask, but. One Best habit worst habit. That's put us both <laughs> on the spot. Yeah. Okay. I'm asking it. Best habit for me is I love Bob singing. So he's <laughs> singing crazy these songs. He knows. But you know when people be singing, they be like mumbling some words and stuff, and it's kind of frustrating. Fab knows every word to every song. He'd be singing it. I love it every wow. time. What type of what type of music are you singing? I, I honestly I feel like I got a pretty decent range. I've okay. listened to a lot, but I think it's the specialty's got to be like that old 60s, 70s, 80s rock, you know. Dad did a lot of driving with me for basketball, and there was one radio station we listened to. It was 101.7 WSFM, Good Times and Great Classic Hits. So I've got a, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of, that's that's my, uh, I guess, my specialty. Give us, give, it, give us some, that. it sounds like exactly what my dad is into. Give yeah. Some names. Uh, oh, some names. Uh, Queen, ACDC, um, like Def Leppard, not massive Def Leppard, I've only got, I know, know a bit of pour some sugar on me, but that's about it. I'm just, I'm just shouting these out because I know my dad will be listening, so hey, he'll be Hey, no, shout out to to those guys, but, um, (laughs) yeah, uh, fair fair few of the, the, the rock classics, I guess, Mm. got, got them locked in, but, uh, whatever comes up, I like to sing along to. So there you go. And uh, Jack's best habit. Mm. Um, I don't know if like, I think like I don't know how to sum it up, but like he's I feel like he's very his organization and organized his, uh, good habits around the house. Okay. So I guess every every time I, every wall every morning I see Jack, he's he's got his smoothie and he sits on the table with his notebook a little bit yep. before training. Um, he gets his he gets his stuff done and uh in uh yeah he's well running a lot of stuff you know he's making he's doing his social media content while I'm sitting on the couch playing PlayStation so. <laughs> and singing so but no he's I feel like Jack's got a lot of good good habits and pretty pretty organized man to, to be living with. He's if a well structured. If you're listening and not watching right now, I'm blushing profusely. <laughs> the bad yeah. habit. Yeah, I do have one. Oh, what is We're it? about to confront him, but it's not a bad habit anymore. But when I first moved in with him, it was definitely like confronting, not in like, oh, this is the worst, but like, oh, it's the yeah. first time in my life that I'd ever lived with a coffee drinker. Uh-huh. And so Fab makes his coffee every morning. And like at first, like for the first month, it was like, oh, that's a strong smell that isn't pleasant. And obviously now. <laughs> not pleasant. Yeah, at first, I'd never smelt it. None of my 
parents drink it. No one I'd ever lived with drank coffee. When now, you know, I don't even notice the smell. But at first, maybe the first week or so, I was like, wow, like that's a strong he smell. Say, he says he doesn't notice the smell, but the other week, because I'm usually, I, I get up, we usually, I, like we leave the house a bit after seven. I'm like, I try to be up at like six, six fifteen. The other week, Jack messaged me at like 7 a.m. Like, are you all good? I was still asleep. He's like, I didn't, I didn't smell any coffee. And I was like, is Bob sick? <laughs> and yeah, you know, I just slept. I just fell back asleep after my alarm. I was like, oh my gosh, we got ten minutes to get ready. I didn't smell any coffee. That's yeah, he didn't alarm. smell the He's coffee, like, and it was. A, I was stressed. Yeah. yeah, I was definitely seven o'clock because he might have been. If you know, he thought he, I was. Yeah, he thought I was sick. Yeah, I was like, Fab's got to be training. feeling unwell right now because he hasn't got his coffee and he's not up and about. Cool. Yeah. There's plenty. Of, there's plenty of worse habits you can um, have. So that was a pretty good answer. But have you got? Yeah, a about I feel like there's a bit of a cop out answer. <laughs> Never. That's fine. Right. leading somewhere. Yeah. Um, Jack's worst habit. I mm. smell bad. Give the people what they want. Um. I'll have another bit of a cop out one. Because <laughs> I've dealt with it today. Okay. Sometimes he's not the quickest with his uh, getting his laundry out of the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> so true, I'm useless. So, yeah, yeah I've had to do with that today. But Fab definitely always gets it out of the dryer for me. <laughs> Don't think I've ever opened the dryer in my life. But it gets done. As long too busy doing all this other stuff. You're right. I keep, it's funny because I always tell myself, damn, i got to set an alarm. Like, you know, because I just forget about it. All of a sudden, it'll be the next morning. I'll be like, shit, my training clothes are there. <laughs> Quickly chuck them in the dryer before training. But Fab looks after me. Yeah. I was, trying, I was, yeah, I was trying to get some uh, juicy things there, but they were pretty tame. So you guys oh, must yeah. be both pretty good people uh, to live with. Honest, honestly, like, well, this is our third year going into living with each other, so true. That, that speaks for itself. You, you, yeah. There's if there are, I can think that tells. There's not a lot of bad habits that yeah. stand out. We, we put up with each other pretty well. Yeah. Mm, I don't know yeah. what I was experiencing in Germany because you were annoying as hell. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 You were good. I was trying to think of what I'd answer that with, but I don't know. I had no issues with you. You hosted me. You cooked me breakfast on my first morning there, so... Yeah, I know. He gave the same same treatment. He gave gave you half his bed. He gave me half his bed when I was there with him as well. The bed, yeah. Great, great great person to be living with. Stop it, stop it. I need to bring my friends on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just bring your housemates. All right. Have have you got anything else? Otherwise, it's time for a bit of NBL trivia. That's what we're going to end this show with. Some NBL trivia. trivia. I'm, I'm taking points. Um, there's okay. a mixed bag in there. There was a few questions in there that I was thinking of today, and I'm like, I'm pretty happy with myself here. So, um, wait, some are basic. wait, one second. We got to get rules down. Yeah. Rules, rules. Um, yeah, are there minus points for a ro- incorrect answer? Oh, I didn't think about that one. Uh, I'm gonna say no. no. I'm, I'm happy to. If you don't know it, okay, are we doing hand raise so we don't just start screaming? First one to raise their hand. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yep, yep. Hand so you're judging that, Darren. Yeah, okay. I'll, try, I'll do my best here. Uh, I was going to say that it doesn't even matter about the lag because you're clearly in the same room. So that's yeah, fine. Yeah, good. All right. I'm going to tell him up at the end. I don't know what the winner gets, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? We'll figure it out. I'm prime. Winner gets cool. the win. We, we, yeah, we like competing enough. Yeah. Fub's, Fub's a known winner as well. Jack, you're, you're as well, but you know, this is yeah, a funny time. No. All right. Yeah. Number one. Who's number 13 in Tassie? Fub. Sean McDonald. 
Well done. Actually, I should take. Uh, I have to keep a tally here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep tally. So I need you guys to know some background information. This was actually my idea because Fab is a trivia king. So I was like, how can I make my boy Fab look good? I'm going to try my very best, but if I get pooped on right now, don't be surprised, everyone. You know, we we actually we started doing some trivia in the office, and like I'm, it just makes me feel so shit every time. Like I literally just get nothing, and I'm like. Just give me some basketball questions, not this random facts anyway. No, I, do, I do love some good trivia. Fab mm. go is actually the best Croatian trivia master in uh, Tasmania that we know of. Well, we haven't tested Drim though. You better. Yeah, we yeah, there you go. I'm, um, I'm ha- so I'm just going to keep talking before we keep going on about the quiz, but I'm, I'm happy to say I'm sort of part Croatian now because that's where I proposed in Croatia. So there you go. Does that count? Does there that count? You go. Sure, why not? That's awesome. All right, number two, sticking on the same theme, what number is Bryce Cotton? Damn, boys. This guy's the... Oh, I'll just shoot a shot. There's no, there's no yeah. way it's right, though. 41? No way, no. No. I was Damn, thinking... Bryce, Bryce Cotton's number doesn't stick out to you? 11. Yes. I was thinking one. Do I get that 11? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, nice. Well, I have answer. Very good, very good. I literally, you know what's crazy is I was editing a photo of him today, so that's <laughs> not the best work for me. He went 41. What a shocking number. Oh, anyway. Thinking to comparisons. Yeah. Uh, three. This is classic trivia, but... Um, oh, no, wait, sorry. Sticking on the cotton theme, if you didn't know what number he is, you won't know this one, but what uh, number season is cotton going into? Ooh. I'll say... Wait, in the NBL? Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, NBL. Yep, yep. Oh, oh, oh. I want to say eight. Yeah, Fab, eight. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're good, Fab. You're good. Yeah. That, that surprised me. Like, eight years down here? I don't know. I didn't wow, know what no, I was that, down, Yeah, well, I don't know why, but I was pretty sure it was 16, 17 was his first year. Mm. That was two years before us. <sighs> That's very good by you, actually. I thought that mm. one would take a while. I don't know how you guessed that over which number he is. <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it either. Um, classic one. When was the yeah. NBL formed? Like, founded? 79? Yep, Fab, jeez. That was nice, Fab. That was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Um, name the Cairns Taipan's next star. Taron Armstrong? Wait. I don't think he's... No, 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 he's not the... It's, uh, it? Bobby Clintman. Yes. yes Sorry, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, it is. Oh, yeah. you got me. You had me thinking there. I'm like, I don't think Taron... No, yeah, yeah, you're right. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was nice. My fault, my fault. Jack, you're looking at a, a 4-1 deficit here. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I got one. I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've got one. All right. Um, some more history stuff. Um, <laughs> what was the highest points per game average in the NBL history? You can get two points. You can, if you can name the number, which you'll eventually get to, but you can also name the person. But Jack, the person's got to be gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 53. Um, it is not. Keep guessing. This is an average for the season. 43. No. 38. No, that's just two second guess. What was 46? <laughs> no. Very who close. Gets point, who gets, by the way, who gets yeah, the point? Yeah, I don't know. Fab, Fab, you shouted out gays, but it was 10. No, we knew it was gays. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 one season, he just went absolutely bananas. It's close. You're very close to what you're saying. 41. I don't think any of you said it, no. Keep going. <laughs> 48. <laughs> No. <laughs> it was in the 40s. Yeah. 44. Yeah, 44. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, edit that one. Edit that one. You know? <laughs> edit that out. No, 42, 43. Was it 53? 53. I don't know. I remember it being so crazy. You should check the box scores from as well. Yeah. Sounds stupid. Um, most points ever in a game in the NBL. NBL. In the 70s? Yup. 74. No. 76. No. 78. Did someone say 71? No! <laughs> oh, no. I shouldn't have said it. Uh, we needed a silent one. That's all right. That's all right. You're that's in the right. 70s. I think it's going to be maybe half. Yeah, yeah. We'll take, I'll take half. You'll take half? I'll yeah, give him a half. Like you said it. 70s. Yeah, yeah, true. You're a team player. All right. Yeah, um, you nice. have to be. Well done, Jack. You're on 2.5. Um, <laughs> I think you're 1.5. Yeah, definitely. That's all right. Oh, you're 1.5. Didn't you get yeah. Andrew Gazer? No, 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 I said no, game, but I was happy. Yeah. We both knew it was game. Yeah, yeah but no, I'm not taking a point for that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, 1.5, great job. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, hang on. Uh, where am I? All right. Um, that was Al Green with 71, in case oh, anyone's a, wondering. That's Adelaide 36er. Yeah. That's it. Um, most assists ever in a game? 21. No. Close. 23. No. 22. No. <laughs> 20. Nope. 25. Nope. No, it's not above 20? 19. It is. it is, but I don't think you named one digit there. 20. 26. No. 24. <laughs> yeah, 24. <laughs> Welcome back to the game. Yes, yes, yes. Someone. Sorry, I'm random. The NBL stat man on the Twitter would it, it'd be so disappointed. 24 is crazy. Yeah, I think the at the bare minimum, 48 points. Yeah, crazy. So any ideas who that was, by the way? Current, um, oh, he's still... Really? No. Nah. Yeah. He's still around, like he's still in the game in some capacity. If that gives you any clues. He talks a bit. Yeah. What is the current name? It's the current name. What's going on? <laughs> Behind the scenes chatter. Yeah. Uh, commentator. Not a... Not a more like sideline commentary. Yeah, in Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. yeah Derek Ryan. Yeah, I know. I've just forgotten his yeah. name. So cut, edit that. But <laughs> I know who it is. I can picture his face I'm, at Brisbane. I'm giving you a point. It's Derek Rucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. He still does. Yeah, he worked with people out in Brisbane. Wow. All right. That's moving away from the history because I feel like I just copped out with trivia that. But um, like where was the Blitz two seasons ago? Tasmania. Yep. yep. Come yeah. on. Give me that point. Thought I'd throw you off there. I think it was right because it was yeah. Darwin last year, then two seasons ago. Yeah, in Tasmania. And then, uh, two seasons in a row in Tasmania. Oh, okay. Was was it, I don't know. Was, was remember, all the teams came down here and they're up north for ages. Yeah, I remember all the teams were here, but was that two seasons ago? Yep. Mm, I, the... I thought it was more than two seasons ago. I actually had to think about it, but then I couldn't think about where it was. There like, wasn't a place two seasons Tasmania. ago, I'm pretty sure. Well, the two before well, technically speaking, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. The Blitz before Darwin. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah the last it? two before that were both in Tassie. Yeah, mm. but, yeah. Jack, Jack celebrated hard. So yeah, John, yeah, John. Yeah. Um, all right, I got creative with these last few. Mm-hmm. Um, name an import returning to the league but playing for a different team this season. Jacob Wiley. No, Ian Clark. 
Yeah, sorry, I meant like. Why was yeah, the same team? Yeah. Same team. Good talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did. I should have said like I meant from last season as well. But Ian Clark was one I had, oh. and DJ yeah. Hogue as well. Mm. DJ Hogue as well. Wow, nice. Um, Good one. My most creative one yet. I might have to repeat this question because right. it's a bit confusing. But so the idea is you have to name these two players, and the criteria is. So one played for Tassie last season and then joined a team this off-season in which another player of that team has now joined Tasmania. What, Matt Kenny and Junior? Sense? Yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Damn it, I thought that might make you... Yeah, fair enough. Great job. Got it. Fair enough. Um, Have you kept a score? Is that it? Well... I'm afraid to... S- There's one more, but... Yeah, far worth best. 20 points. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, quest- the last question is, who was the first Jack Jumper ever to get signed in history? Sam McDaniel. Oh, no. oh that's, right. that's, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> and you know, I didn't actually know the technical answer, so... You're right, because it could be Sidene's. That's, that, that's what I actually thought it might be. Yeah. Sidene's, so. I think, okay. technically was the first. Yeah. Sam was the first rostered. Yeah. And got the first bucket. Yeah. Took one. Alright, what's Fab? Uh, Fab won, but hey. I'll count <laughs> anyway. One, two, three, four. A lot of shots in the dark, but we take them. Yeah, yeah. You gotta shoot. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta shoot. shoot the score. You're a winner. Uh, he's a winner that's the theme of this episode Fab the winner I like it it's a good that's the theme I can get around point proven well if if you're wondering it was 7.5 to 4.5 so you could rally late well actually is that including the 20 points at the end (laughs) unfortunately not that was a joke that was a joke (laughs) yeah great job I hope you enjoyed that Um, tried my best but yeah no it was great first time being I love that yeah look a host of a of a, I wonder how everyone listening went. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> True. I'm sure you beat us on some of the questions. <laughs> True. That's a wrap. Fab, That's a thanks wrap. for joining us. Take us out, Jack. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening, but a special shout out and thank you to Fabian for coming onto the show, talking about winning, all the good stuff. Fab, one last question that I've stolen from Tim Ferriss, but I love asking people if there was going to be a billboard, what would you put on it? Uh, the whole world would drive past this billboard. What are you putting on it? Is it a would it, any billboard like, about anything? About anything. Oh, what's the, what's the slogan? What are you putting on it? What are the words? Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy. I'm putting him on the spot. What did Benny Air say? He said, uh, live, laugh, love or something. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. No. Uh, it's on the side of the road. It's probably... Drive faster because I'll be behind you in my go kart. <laughs> okay, you know on the on that topic, you know who I actually thought of when I was trying to describe when I was trying to describe your game. It reminded me of something that um Carl Bowen said from Melbourne United. He said I asked him the same question one time, and I'm like, describe your game, and he was like, it's gritty, not pretty. So that's a pretty good billboard. Wow! Why did it start stealing that? That's nice. <laughs> we're trying to make it, it. We're trying to get some pretty in there. Yeah, we are trying to get some pretty in there, and it's happening. Well, yeah. thank you very much for listening, everyone. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank you, Fab, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. You're a real winner. That's what you are. <laughs>